0: Hello, and welcome to Don't Talk About It. I'm your host, Dean D., and today we have a little story called, This Is My Side of the Bed. This one is a little bit about territory, things that we can control, and the reflection of how a lot of times the actions we take are a direct reflection of the internal struggles that we might be having. So this one takes me all the way back to fourth grade into now. And so in fourth grade, there was this speech competition. And um, you would never guess it if you know me, because I am somebody who loves to publicly speak. Um, the bigger the crowd, the happier I am. And if I'm the only presenter, then, you know, my ego just loves it. So don't don't mind a microphone one bit, which is quite a part of the reason why I started a podcast. Get it out there a little bit more. So, in fourth grade, though, it was a little different. I was actually terrified to speak in class. Um, I remember my teacher... Had to actually make an allowance for me to speak after class when all the kids have left. And I gave my speech facing the chalkboard because I was so nervous. I was, my papers were shaking, my voice was trembling, and I just was terrified to speak. So, a little different. Um, but at the time, there was this speech that was done by two people, and it was called My Side of the Bed, and it was a little argument. I went online, and I've been trying to find it, and I couldn't find it, um, but it was this hokey little speech with these, you know, fourth grade two kids, and they're doing My Side of the Bed, and it's like one person standing on each side so it's a duo speech and they're just arguing this is my side of the bed what do you mean this is my side of the bed this is your side of the bed this is my side of the bed and my wife and I have been talking um recently a little bit more and I've been sharing some things with her and we were spitting around on this topic of um how we get territorial behind things and I started telling her a little bit about like my childhood and you know my parents getting divorced and just kind of some of these feelings and um, actions and she asked me you know why did you take those actions and it started making me think a little bit more and looking back it was a direct reflection of what I was feeling inside so my mom used to take us traveling a lot as kids, and I was so, as an adult now, I'm so grateful for it. Um, we got to go spend time with my aunt down in, like, Lake Tahoe, Um we got to go spend time with my cousins up in Eugene, and so um, it was always a really good time to be around family, especially with, like, the divorce going on. Um, but my brother and I would always share a bed. And being an identical twin, we would share mostly everything. So we were used to, I would say, sharing a bit. Um, but right after the divorce, which was about age 12, um, all of a sudden, my brother and I like couldn't travel as well together. And looking back at it, it's like, I remember we went to Embassy Suites. I always used to love to go to Embassy Suites, um, in California because they did Mickey Mouse waffles and it was so good. Just love their little buffet breakfast, um, as a kid. But my, my mom would get these, rooms, you know, with two beds and at embassy suites and she'd sleep in one and my brother and I would be in the other. And it just turned into this battle where my brother would, and I would fight over pillows. We would fight over bed sheets, who had more of the comforter. Um, I remember one time, you know, we used to argue about snoring. Um, we would try to race to see who would fall asleep faster because, the one who was left awake had to deal with both mom and your brother snoring. So we would do like this race to fall asleep. And looking back, there was, you know, simple solutions like putting in earplugs or, um, you know, maybe turning on the radio. And I mean, but at the time it just felt so invasive. Like it was my side of the bed in this way that this was like my territory and anything coming into that territory was a personal attack on me and it's like it was in so invasive that it's like you were taking my space and it was like no this is mine 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 and I'm like why did I feel that way and a lot of it is how much control I have in my life how much I feel like I have control in my life and how comfortable I am With the things that are outside of my control, which changes how comfortable I am with myself, which changes the comfort level of my actions. So, Embassy Suites, my brother and I would argue, argue, fighting over the bed one time. I woke up and my brother was sleeping in the bathtub. He had taken like the extra blanket from the closet and made some patty. And he was just like, you know, I just couldn't even sleep with you or sleep out there. And, and this, this territory, um, for comfort is really what it, I realized it is now as an adult is this, this territory for comfort and like, what can I control And when I was driving the other day, I've been doing a little bit more um, distance traveling and helping with some donations and things that are going on in our valley and um, been doing some thinking and I realized how much better my driving has got in the last six months since I've been meditating more, since I've been doing more yoga, since I've been feeling more comfortable with what I have control over and, um, how I feel about the things that I don't have control over because I used to drive like the biggest a-hole. Um, I remember in college I bought a WRX and I put some mods in it. So it was super fast and I remember somebody would be merging on it onto the freeway And if it was, like, another sports car or a vehicle that was, like, gunning it to get in front of me, I would drop a gear and then just punch it. Or, you know, if a lane is merging together and we're going from a two to one, it was like I would be half an inch off the car in front of me to make sure that nobody got in. And it reminds me of this My Side of the Bed with my brother, what I was doing is it was like, no, you can't cross the line. This is my space. Like you are cutting in front of me. How dare you? And in college, I mean, definitely I was all over the place with, um, how I felt, um, especially getting right out of college and feeling like the world was promised to you, um, as a college student, I felt like you get these false assumptions that as soon as you get that degree and you graduate, there's going to be like tons of job opportunities just sitting there waiting for you, being like, oh, Dean, yes, thank God you graduated. We've been waiting for you for a while. No, it doesn't happen like that. And so my level of comfort was like, oh, no, what do I do? And... I literally drove um, people away from me, I guess is the the way to say it, both in my car and in my personal life. And my car, I realize, is a direct reflection of my internal comfort meter. Um, Like, for example, um, lately, if somebody... Is cutting me off, you know. Hey, if you're working that hard to get in front of me, obviously you need it more than I do. Because usually a mile down the road, we end up at the same red light together. So what's the difference? But my driving has slowed down to this level of more comfort cruising. And yes, I'm paying attention. I'm using my turn signals. I'm, you know, looking for motorists. But I guess the way I can say this is the fucks that I have to give about what other cars are doing is very, very small. And the fact that I think that what they're doing is a direct reflection on me is so absurd. That car does not care at all about me. It is so self-entitled to getting where it's going. And that's how we are as people, as well. The majority of people that we interact with don't really care about your agenda, they have their own personal agenda. But when we start to feel uncomfortable in our own space, we get more territorial of our agenda. And I think that for me is the bigger purpose of my side of the bed and this realization is this territory space that I want to control is is my agenda that I have in my mind about how I feel about what I'm doing. And if I'm comfortable in what I'm doing, if I'm enjoying what I'm doing, if I feel like I'm adding value and have levels of input into my actions throughout the day, then I feel like those actions are more thought out. They are less territorial. They're more collaborative. And they include empathy for others. When I start to spiral a little bit, as we all do, I notice my, my bubble, my personal space gets almost like itchy, like a wool sweater. Like I don't want anybody near my personal space. And it Comes out in my driving because I start to notice it on the mornings or the end of the day. Usually, it's the end of the day if I start to feel irritated a little bit. I notice that my foot starts to pick up, or maybe press down is more the correct word. And I start to inch a little closer to that car in front of me, and, or I start to be more concerned with what the car next to me is doing because there's a chance that they might move in. For my wife, she does this too. But for her, it's with food. And there, there'll there be mornings where I'll wake up and you know, she is famous for eating sweets with a, with a cup of coffee in the morning. And I'll wake up and she'll have like a piece of pie and a, and a cup of coffee. And I'll be walking by the table and I'm like, Hi, honey, what are you eating? And she's like a wolf on a piece of meat sometimes. And it's like, what do you want with my pie? I'm like, okay, <laughs> I will go get my own piece. And then there's mornings where I come out and, you know, and, you know let's say she's eating a piece of pie. And you know, I'm like, hey, what's you eating? She's like, oh, a piece of the pie that you made last night. It's really good. You want to bite? And I, and it's like, why why does that change? It's, it's almost the same action, but with a completely different underbelly. And it's my action is what I'm talking about is I come by and I ask the same question, but her reaction is what totally changes. And so for me, that trigger is my car and i've realized that my car directly reflects my side of the bed and the more uncomfortable i get internally about a situation the more i start to care about what is happening to my personal space and at work it was my office i always tried to have this like open office policy but there was definitely days in my head that I, like, I'm going to shut my door. And it and it's like, you have an open office policy. Why are you shutting your door? And then I would come up with a mega list of justification. Oh, well, I'm on a conference call and I need to shut the door. And, like, Dean... Most of the time, you put the conference call on mute because it was usually one person talking, you understood the point five minutes into it, and then it was like another 45 minutes of validation for why that point was correct. So it had nothing to do with that. I realized is the less I was able to input my voice into work, the less I felt valued, and the more I felt the need to control something else. And that was always my personal space so to my brother I love you I would definitely still share a bed with you but I think we could do it better this time around and for the rest of you out there I'm sure you already know what your triggers are the hard part is is sometimes we don't make that connection or sometimes we choose not to make that connection that the actions that we take a lot of times reflect exactly our feelings from the inside, our comfort levels, our content levels, our self-esteem levels. And as those change, our actions change. So if you have a clear trigger, and for me, or maybe it's a window more so, a clear window to see into your inner self, through an external view, by being more aware, then I challenge you to do so. So next time you're feeling a little territorial about something, maybe it's not the territory. Maybe it's something else. So thank you for your time. Thank you for your ears. And enjoy your side of the bed.